הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של דורנו. ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים. שוך נהפך קדוש ומשר בארצם אבו אחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם. נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו כל ישראל אמן. So today ברוך השם this is the last podcast for lesson 5 of ליגות המורן תניאנה. We'll finish off the lesson. A very long lesson. And we start off at uh, section uh, 16. And this is the aspect of the lungs. All the ideas we mentioned above. The, the tefillin, throwing away the moach. Um, the ishtvuna, the tikkun of emuna. All these ideas that we mentioned are going to be connected to the lungs. Meaning when the lungs are in its perfect state. We see that all these aspects above are created. Because the lungs are cool and they're moist. What does cool, kar, have to do with anything? As we saw in the verse, that the man of understanding has a cool spirit. Because this cool spirit rectifies faith through the man of understanding. That the man of understanding uses this cool spirit to rectify faith. That moisture is the same moisture that we mentioned, the fattiness of the body, which ascends up to the brain. Which enables the mochin and the tefillin to be manifested. Also when the lungs are in its perfect state, this is also the rectification of sleep. Because sleep occurs through the lungs. For the lungs are cold and moist. And through the aspect of coolness, moisture, this is how a person essentially sleeps. Look in, uh, in Shvile Emunah, the pathways of Emunah. Um, the fifth pathway. Hashvile um, and also the sixth one over there. In that Sefer, you'll see this idea. <coughs> That uh, coolness and moisture allow a person to sleep. This is why actually a person has an easier time sleeping um, when it's going to be rainy, etc. Therefore, during the time of the rainy, of rain, during the rainy season, this is the essential time to sleep because it's a very pleasant sleep for a person. This is because the the rains are cool and moist. They are cool and moist. And also the truth is, in the morning as well, it's very sweet. Or the sleep is very sweet. Because during the morning, that is when the dew descends. And the dew is also moist and uh, cool. Therefore, sleep during the early morning is also pleasant. We find that so we see that through the lungs, which are cool and moist, the same qualities of um, that allow a person to sleep easy. So we see that the lungs, which represent this cool, coolness and moisture, is the rectification for sleep. We also see that the lungs is called the lungs because it's it brings light to the eyes. Rea comes from the word to illuminate. That the light, um, that the lungs um, bring light to the eyes. 
this is the aspect of simcha, happiness. That which brings light to the eyes. gladdens the heart. Which means the lungs, which are responsible to bring light uh, up to the eyes, um, brings gladness, gladness to the heart. So we see simcha is also dependent upon the lungs. So we see that the lungs rectify joy. And joy is responsible for reinforcing that angel. <coughs> we also see that the lungs, when they are perfect, this is the aspect of rectifying mishpat, uh, justice. Because the place of justice, or mishpat of judgment, is in the heart. As we saw above in the verse, already in this lesson, that Aaron carried the, ju- the, the judgment of Bnei Israel upon his heart. And therefore, when, a mish, when there is a damage that occurs in Mishpat, through this all the fallen loves drop from the Merkava, from the chariot, as we saw. And then what happens? Heat goes into the heart and enters the heart, that heat of sexual impurity. So we see that the heat of the heart is actually the damage, is a damage to Mishpat. But what are the lungs responsible for? They blow upon the heart and they cool off the heat. Because the lungs are cool. So which means that the lungs rectify Mishpat. Because Mishpat comes from a, a heart that is too hot. And what are the lungs responsible for? To blow upon the heart. And this is why it is brought in the verse in Tehidim. He blows his, his wind. The waters flow. Meaning what? Meaning through the blowing of the air from the lungs, which blows upon the heart and cools off the heat of the heart. When that occurs, the uh, the lungs are able to rectify mishpat. This is why it says in the verse, the waters flow. As we saw, that mishpat also has to do with flowing water. That let mishpat cascade like water. So when the the lungs blow this wind upon the heart, then the waters flow. Meaning, what the mishpat is in its proper place. So mishpat is rectified. And this is why the lungs are called the lungs because they bring light to the eyes. to illuminate. And what did it say about? Judgment, brought down in Gemara Sanhedrin, page 6b. A judge has only what his eyes sees. What his eyes see. Sorry. The only thing the judge has is what, he's, what his eyes see. So we see that judgment is dependent upon the eyes, which are dependent upon the lungs. So we see that the rectification of Mishpat occurs. And if you take the word Me'irat, which means to illuminate, the illumination of the eyes, which the lungs are responsible for, Me'irat spells out the phrase, as we saw above in the verse, that love which is suffused within the chariot. Within the chariot, um, or the chariot is suffused with suffused with love by the maidens of Yerushalayim. So we see Me'irat 
this idea of suffusing the chariot with love, which is the rectification for the fallen loves. This is rectifying mishpat, which is rectifying the chariot. Because in the chariot is where holy love dwells. It's brought down in the verse, it's chariot of purple. As we saw um, above this idea of agaman. <clears throat> The Agaman are the, the angels, um, etc. As we saw. Uh, as we see in the verse, it's chariot of purple and uh, suffused with it, um, suffused with love by the maidens of Yerushalayim. As we saw above. And this is why it is brought in the verse in Hosea. This is the aspect of what is mentioned there. Can your mishpat emerge as light? That is brought down as a question over there. That the mishpat is this concept of light, as we just saw. And just as we say, and bring forth our mishpat as light as we ask God. And how do we do this? Through the lungs. Because the lungs illuminate the eyes. And through the eyes, we see that they rectify Mishpat. Uh, <coughs> As you see, Meirat is, uh, is the, the acronym for is Meirat. Or, um, yeah, the Meirat spells out that phrase. And what is the Tikkun of Mishpat? It's whenever that Mishpat is brought forth as light. And this is an explanation what is brought down in the Gemara in Baba Vatcha. Abba is going to explain this beautiful Gemara according to the lesson that he just taught us. Ravashi once said, Huna um, Barnatan told me, Huna Barnatan was telling Ravashi a story that happened to him. One time that he and other people were traveling in the desert. And we had us, uh, and they had with them shank meat. Petachna, they cut it open. Benakrina, and he's saying this. We 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 menakrina, and Huna uh, Barnatan uh, is saying that they slaughtered it. And we placed it upon the herbs. Ad while we brought wood. Chalam atma, the shank combined. Udvinan, and we roasted it. When we returned after 12, 12 months of the year, we saw that the same coals were still glowing. When I came before Amemach and told the story, Amemach told me, Those herbs were Samatri. That's the type of herb, Samatri. Those coals were um, were broom, um, as we see. Okay, very interesting, unique, vague story. Very specific, but let's see how Rabbeinu ties this together. Um, Huna Barnatan was telling uh, Rav Ashe that one time he was traveling in the desert. What's the desert? This is the rectification of Emunah. As we see in the verse in Yirmiyah, we saw the end of the verse, but not the beginning. We saw 
into an unsown land. This is the lack of emunah. Lechtech acharai b'amidbar. What did it say at the beginning? You're having followed me into the desert. Be'eretz rozuah into an unsown land. Eretz rozuah. I'm going to pick emunah. This unsown land is in reference to blemish and faith. That through this, the seeds were damaged. But going after me in the desert is a rectification of faith. That they believed in God and went after him in the desert. They followed him. And they rectified this unsown land. Meaning they lifted up the fallen faith. As it says in the story, that uh, that they had shank meat with them. Atma bischa zebchinat gerim. What is shank meat? This is a reference to converts. Shem orlevasa, which are uncircumcised flesh. The converts come from uncircumcised flesh. Orlevasa. Shaladam ba bechinat hechtim besaro. Kanan. That through them, these converts comes this aspect of hechtim besaro, a clogged up flesh. Which is at atma. Atma comes from the word atum, clogged up, which is hechtim in this case. So we see the converts represents this atma bischa, the sealed up flesh, which is um brit. Vezeu, because they have the foreskin. Vezeu atme bischa, this is what it says. Atme bischa. Shank meat, bechinat or levasar, bechinat hechtim besarokana. This is the foreskin. This is the aspect of the sealed up flesh. Because whenever you raise the fallen faith and create converts, through these converts, um, they are able to strengthen the seal of the evil side, which is the aspect of which is the aspect of the sealed up flesh, which is the defiling of the covenant. What does it say in the Gemara? Ufatrinan. Um, Sorry. They opened it up. They cut it open. Meaning, what did they mean to cut it open? They opened it up. That they rectified the aspect of of a clogged up flesh, meaning they rectified um, a defiling of the covenant of the covenant into the holy seal, which is a rectification for the covenant. It is brought down in the verse in Shemot chapter 28. Pitukhotam seal engravings. Kodesh Hashem is holy to God. Pitukhotam meaning the seals what we call pitukh which is patrina. It's opening. It's a seal engraving. But it's pitukh comes from the same word patrina meaning what does it mean to patrina it comes from this word pitukhotam. Kodesh Hashem this is a holy this is holy to God the holy seal meaning the rectification of the covenant. And bkhina tikuna mokhin kanan which is a rectification for the mentalities. Vena krinan what does it mean that they sacrificed it? What is Nakhina come from? Nikrat Hatzur. The cleft of the rock, as Hashem said, was guaranteeing to Moshe Rabbeinu that he would protect him from um, breaching his boundaries. I'll put you in the cleft of the rock, God said. Benikrat Hatzur. This is the constriction of a person's intellect. In order to ensure that he doesn't exit the boundary. And it says that in the Gemara that they place it upon the herbs. This is the generality of all foods. Like the green herbage I have given all to you. 
that the green herbage is considered kol all. So we see that izba, these herbs, these green herbs, encompass all foods. As we just explained. This is what it says. And we place it upon the herbs. Meaning after we rectified the mentalities through the uh, uh, raising that impure seal into a holy seal. We applied ourselves to the herbs. What did that mean? Meaning to the foods. To rectify the food that we intake. In order to ensure that the dream is not damaged or blemished. God forbid. And the rectification for this, to rectify the foods, is done through reinforcing the angel. Which is reinforced through God's renewal of will. As we said that in Rosh Chodesh Nisan, God renews His will. This is the time for the main, this is the main time for the angel to be um, rectified and to be renewed, to be reinforced. Because um, yeah, we reinforce the angel through that renewal of God's raton and through that simcha that we talked about. This is why it says in in the story that uh, while we brought wood, Admaitina Tive, as we saw above, that God does as He wishes with the with the host of heaven. Meaning that renewal of Raton, that God renews His Raton and creates a new authority, which angel is going to rule over which place and this and this and that. And through that we reinforce the angels. This is the renewal of God's Raton. Meaning what is... Um, telling of Ashi that what they were tasked in doing, what they wanted to do was they wanted to bring the Raton, which is the renewal of Raton, which is the reinforcement of this angel. They wanted to bring down this concept in order to rectify the foods so that the foods cannot harm the dreams. And this is why it says in the story, as we were bringing the word Khalim, uh, it combined. What is Khalim? Meaning, while we were engaged in rectifying the foods through that renewal of God's Raton, we dreamt a dream. Meaning, while they were trying to engage in this concept of Simcha to renew God's Raton and to rectify the foods, they dreamt something. And this is why it says in the word Khalim, it combined from the word Leshon Khalom, which means dream. Khalim also has the language to bind together and to connect because the dream has a combination of two forces the strength of the angel the strength of the demon because as long as you haven't rectified the foods the strength of the demon is still present within the, the food and this is why it says Utvinan Utvinan like to roast it Leshon Ta'anit comes from the language of fasting. Um, fasting. Leshon Ta'anit is brought down in the Gemara, in, uh, sorry, in Gemara Pesachim, page 107. And look in Daniel chapter 6. Tevinan is this aspect of fasting. Meaning they began to fast in order to rectify the food, as we saw. Because fasting brings joy. Which rectifies the dream, as we saw. And said in the story when they returned 12 months later, 
meaning when we returned in the month of Nisan, which is right after the 12 months of the year, it's the first month, because Nisan is the first of all the 12, sorry, it's the head of the new year for all the kings, meaning that all the positions of authority are renewed on the day, and during that time, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, this is the main reinforcement for that angel. Nonetheless, that the coal was still glowing. Meaning, even after 12 months, which is, which is Nisan, during the month of Nisan, even during the month of Nisan, which is the time when usually the angel is supposed to be rectified. Nonetheless, during that time, the coals were still burning, meaning what? That the, fi- the, the heart was still on fire. Meaning, that that fire which brings the impurity as we saw above. God forbid. Meaning the heart wasn't rectified. But the truth is, that Nisan is supposed to be the time to reinforce that angel. And it was fitting that the impurity was, spo- was supposed to be nullified completely. But they did, it wasn't. Sorry, When they came before Amemar, Amemar told them, this herb was the Samatri. Meaning those foods which are encompassed in this concept of herbs. What is uh, Samatri? Play around with the words. You have Sam, which means a medicine, a potion. Tere, which means two. Meaning the food still had two potions within it. Havo. It was still possessing two potions. Meaning within the food itself, there was still the potion for life or the potion for death. Meaning what? Meaning the strength of the angel, the strength of the demon. Because the food hadn't been rectified yet. Because um, as long as a person hasn't rectified the food, then they're still mixed within it, the strength of this demon. And then it becomes Samatre. What's Samatre? Samtre. Two potions. Two medicines. Meaning what? Either the potion for death or for life, the strength of the angel, the strength of the demon. This is why it says in the Gemara that it was a Samatre herb. Because it's a play on the word Samtre. And those coals were Ritma coals. Ritma hainu rotem. What does ritma mean? It's rotem. It's the it's broom. Kemoshe perash Rashi is Rashi says. What is rotem? It's the broom. This concept of broom. It is tikuna merkava. It's the rectification of the chariot. Bichinat rotem retom merkava. Because rotem comes from word retom. It's the same words, uh, same letters. Sorry. Retom merkava. As brought down Micha. Firmly assemble the chariot. Meaning what? Retom is this concept of binding together the cherry to rectify what we talked about above, to rectify the food. That Amemar was telling these people, Huna um, all his group, that this impure heat comes from a blemish in the Merkava, blemish in the cherry. Because, and why did the blemish of the cherry occur? Because there was a perverted judgment. That the only way to rectify this perverted judgment is through binding together and assembling the chariot. At least see in the verse, firmly assemble the chariot. Full circle. Ritma is an acronym for this phrase. 
תוכו רצוף אהבה במנות ירושלים. Just as we saw, מאירת, um, as well, ריתמה, מאירת, תוכו רצוף אהבה במנות ירושלים. That the chariot is suffused with love from the maidens of Yerushalayim. That this is what we call ritma. Ritma is suffusing that chariot with love again because the love has fallen. That from the fall of love, which comes from that impure heat of sexual immorality, there is no rectification unless you do what? To firmly assemble the chariot, which means what? To bind together all the angels in the chariot, which is this is idea of the ritma. So what is this tiku blow? It's the first type of tikiya we saw. It's a long blow, which is Well, will you blow the shofar in the city and the nation not tremble? I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's brought down over there. Um, yeah, in Amos. So if the shofar ascended in the city, will they not tremble? So what is this aspect of trembling? Trembling. The body is trembling. As we say about the man of understanding, that he is a cool, that the cool spirit of an understanding man. Meaning, the, the cool spirit of this, of this um, man of Tevuna is able to repair this fallen faith, to rectify this faith, as we saw. Um, because the body's trembling is the aspect of cool spirit. And that uh, the Ishtevunot, who rectifies fallen faith, is cool spirit also. What does it say in the verse? Blow the shofar at the month renewal. At the beginning of the month, the shofar. Meaning, with new self glorification. This new self splendor. Meaning with new pride and self-glorification that has been revealed. This represents the convert. Because they are the ones to bring in pride to the Jewish people. That those converts are created through the elevation of faith that has fallen. As it finishes off in the verse, um, as we're almost there, at the covering over on the day of our festival, Meaning what? When it covers over the This is a tefillin which covers over the mind. Because from that pride, um, that pride creates this tefillin through the guardians of the earth. Because they are the ones to rectify and to elevate the blemish in pride. Because as we said above, that pride leads to sexual immorality, which is this clogged up flesh. But the guardians of the earth rectify this. And from um, this aspect of impurity, they create the holy seal, which is Tfinin, which covers over. It's this aspect of Tfinin, the Mikhasian and Mocha. 
covered over on the day of our festival, Hanu Rosh Hashanah. This is Rosh Hashanah, Rosh which is the mind and the mentality. That during Rosh Hashanah, all these aspects and rectifications are created and done. Because it's a law for Yisrael, it's a statute for Yisrael. When it says the word chok, it's a, it denotes sustenance. Because once you have what we just mentioned above, then you're able to rectify the food. And justice to the God of Yaakov. This is the rectification of Mishpat. Everything that we just, um, everything like we mentioned above. We're almost done with the lesson. This is, basically that was the end of the lesson, but they added something. There was a little excerpt. At the end. This is applicable to what we said above in the verse, and I will have compassion upon them. I believe we talked about this whenever um, God has compassion upon his child to give him insights whenever he lowers himself into the aspect of servitude as we saw in last uh, podcast. The truth is, it is a very, very great thing to throw away all your wisdoms from yourself. To throw out all your wisdom and to engage in simplicity. To do acts of service, to serve God with complete simplicity. Without wisdoms. Because this is the ultimate. These are the aspects of the mysteries of the Torah. When you want to serve Hashem with simplicity, this is the ultimate mystery. These are the secrets of the Torah. That the Torah is concealed over there in that place of simplicity. Because when a person does these sort of simple services, and the truth is, yes, even though it's simple, there's very lofty Torah within that service. The truth is, you just don't know what is there present because you're acting with simplicity. We see that the Torah within that service is hidden and concealed because you're choosing to act with simplicity. So if the Torah is concealed, this, these are the mysteries of the Torah. And what is the secret of the Torah? As it's brought down in Shira Shirim, the secret of the Torah are the Chamukei Rechaich, the rounded thighs, as is mentioned in Shira Shirim. As it's brought down, the Chachamim saying in what is Chamukei Rechaich, your rounded thighs? Just as the thigh is concealed, so too the words of the Torah are concealed. Meaning, the thigh which is concealed represents the secrets of the Torah. As the Chachamim bring down Kemoshe Dashu Ghazal Rabbatoni Zalamacha and Sukkah Mem Tet Amud Bet. So through this, which is the serving Hashem in simplicity, which brings down the secret of the Torah there, you create a rectification for Mishpat. It says your thighs are rounded like ornaments. What are these ornaments? As it's brought down in the Gemara Sukkah, Shehem um, Hashitin, <clears throat> these are the caverns, which are hollow and descend down to the depths. What does Mishpat have to do with the depths? It says about Mishpat, Mishpatecha, your Mishpat, Tehom Rabbah, is a great depth, is a great deep. So we see the Mishpat exists within the Tehom. And Whenever you reveal the secret of the Torah, which go down all the way to the depths, you're able to reveal and rectify Mishpat. 
because they reached the same place. Meaning mishpat, when it's perverted, it falls all the way down to the depth. But when you find it through the secrets of the Torah, meaning when you serve Hashem in simplicity, you're able to rectify that perverted mishpat. And through those acts of service of Hashem, which are the mysteries of the Torah, that you're basically engaging in the secret of the Torah. Meaning when you engage in the aspect of the rounded thighs, which are the, the caverns which descend all the way into the depths. They break through and descend all the way down to the depth. And they elevate that mishpat from its fall. As it's brought down in the verse, that your mishpat descends all the way to the depth. As it says in Tehillim, one depth calls to the next depth. What do the Chachamim say about this verse? When the water, when the water libations are poured during Sukkot, on Chag, which is Sukkot, another name for Sukkot, one depth calls out to his friend, let your waters gush forth. Meaning what? Meaning the, the depths are calling to one another that they return that mishpat which has fallen to them. Each depth is calling out to them, to each other, saying, return the mishpat which has fallen. In order so that mishpat can return and be rectified. As we say, that um, let mishpat cascade like water, which is the same water that we pour on Sukkot. Let your waters gush forth, as it says in the Gemara over there. As we say about Mishpat, that uh, let the waters of Mishpat cascade. Or let Mishpat cascade like water. Meaning that they should gush forth, gush forth and return the Mishpat which has fallen to them. That the depths should gush forth their water in order to return that Mishpat. In order to rectify the Mishpat, um, let Mishpat cascade like water. To rectify the the mishpat which has, which has descended down, let the waters gush forth and bring, may the waters bring up that mishpat and to rectify it. And as we see, to finish off the lesson, the result of all of this is that through the simple act of serving Hashem, uh, through simple acts and, uh, and services in simplicity, we are able to create this rectification for mishpat. As Rabbeinu explains. Maybe we have the merit to understand what is being taught here and most importantly to apply and specifically in simplicity that God gives us the gift to, to act in simplicity with emunah, to rectify the fallen pieces of emunah. Touch us up to the tzaddik with the idea that we talked about the Rebbe and the Tamidim and all the ideas that we mentioned in this lesson. May we be able to apply with lots of simcha.